Here we go. It's podcast time. <laughs> PowerWorks Automotive. That means I've got uh, I've got the big boy, big boy here, Glenn Power. <laughs> We're yeah. gonna talk cars. Shout, <laughs> Shout out to everyone over at PowerWorks Automotive. We're coming to you from the Rove Hotel downtown Dubai's epic podcast studio, and. We've spent half an hour just meandering through things. Now we're going to get down to business and start talking cars. <laughs> yeah, cars. Lots going on with cars. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, well, first thing that uh, when I want to key up, big, big thanks to Joey Woo Woo, uh, a.k.a. Joey Chernobyl, uh, given that he works in the nuclear industry now. And uh, someone's going to correct my pronunciation. I'm saying it's not I'm nuclear. Just, it's all right. I, I didn't shout nuclear. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> he's, he, he's now gone to sending me, and I haven't forwarded you a whole bunch of these. He's sending me the fleet of all of the, the guys, what they're driving. And it's interesting, the vehicles. Now, he was driving the Passat. Yeah. He's given the Passat back. He's done the walk around, and he's, he's talked about it. One of the things he was really, really happy with was the fuel economy on that thing. So it had a pretty nice epic fuel tank, but also it just got great highway miles, and that's what he was driving. Great highway miles. Was it petrol? It was. Yeah, it's a petrol machine, and it, it you know, it's it's the big complaint that we've we've had about entry level cars, and I don't think Volkswagen gets it right because it was pretty stripped down. So this car, you know, like he said, little things like this. He's a highway driver. He's a frequent renter. He's so he's doing rentals. For, for work and it's yeah. provided by work. So he, you know, he gets to try a lot of cars and he, he's very happy to get the Volkswagen. He did say the Chevy, you know, his big, his big end statement was, and, and I'll send you the links because I haven't sent you these things yet. But he said, you know, Glenn, I totally understand why you like working on these things. It's not a GM, but I totally understand <laughs> why you like working on these. So, so Joey Woo Woo is a GM boy. But yeah. he said, I totally understand why you'd love working on these things. And he was driving that Passat. So his, his big complaints, he had, a, he had a, not big complaints, because he didn't really have any complaints. Trunk space, boot space was phenomenal. He said it was actually really impressive what you could fit in there. It was yeah. well designed. It was a big car, small car, but a big car. And he said what, what he was disappointed with was in this entry-level machine that there was no electric seats, mm. that, that the adjustments of the seats were all manual. And he said, not that that's a big thing, but it was still a differentiator from some of the other entry-level vehicles that at least on the driver's seat yeah. have some, some things. The, the other thing that he noted, and again, he loved the fuel economy, he said, this thing was great. And he said, you know, right down to driving it on fumes, he was getting <laughs> spectacular mileage. And again, he's doing highway miles. So he was, he was just beside himself with how, how good it was. Yeah. One of his big, big, big things is somehow, you know, he's, he's messing around with, the, with the, the dashboard controls and he switched the language Oh dear. And he couldn't figure out, <laughs> A, he couldn't figure out how he switched the language, and B, because now it was no longer in a language he spoke, he couldn't figure out how to get it back nice. to the language. From the, for the rest of the time that he was driving the car, it was in, you know, Korean, because <laughs> he couldn't, he didn't know. And, and you know, like, look, you know, he did, I, I guess I could have said to him, dude, just put your Google Translate on, fire it through the, you know, take a look with Google Translate, looking at the menu system, and go to the language, and, but I, you know, of course I didn't say that to him because I just wanted him to suffer driving in Korean. But he said, to the, from the day he gave it back, he said, I couldn't figure out how to change the language. <laughs> Devastation. Which, which, fortunately, the numbers were all, you know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what the accessibility programs are like on the very, very new stuff. I would have thought if it had phone key, it would have had voice command. Yeah. 
Some of them have accessibility programs where you can say change language and it yeah. will do it, but maybe, maybe it, but it's, it's being it's, a base model with manual seats, it probably I, didn't. Have yeah, I'm, I'm surprised that it had electric windows, but no, I'd was, have been straight into the first day right away. You know, I, I probably would have done the same thing. I mean, you know, but he does live in the middle of nowhere, so yeah. I mean, they're launching rockets out of his backyard. So he's he's, he's also involved with you know suborbital stuff. And uh, anyway, but that's a whole other story. <laughs> but yeah, so so he gave it back, and he was he's really happy. He's got a Ford Fusion hybrid now, so he's interested to see what that thing's like. And he says right off the bat, he says, you know, Ford's doing some pretty good things. Again, he's a GM guy. You're a VW guy, but he said, you know, it's not a bad ride. So he's gonna start firing hybrid. through that. Yeah, hybrid. That's what I said to you. I, I almost got run over by a hybrid yesterday walking the dog. It's like the guy was backing up, and you know, I, I, now I just trust no vehicles when I got my yeah. dog. So <laughs> I stopped way back. But hey, I didn't hear him. I, I mean, at first I could see the lights. I didn't because it's hybrid. It's it was on battery. I didn't hear anything. Yeah. And then you know, the hybrid also means you don't look. So yeah. it's like, so he didn't even have a clue. I guess yeah. there's no sensors in that vehicle that there was a person nearby or the backup camera. So, yeah. but anyway, he's he's excited about his Ford Hybrid, and he's gonna. The Ford Fusion gonna let us know what he thinks. A big old car as well, really, for a saloon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I was, I, I, you know, he kept doing the walkarounds of of the Passat. It was huge. What a big vehicle. Yeah, they are big. The tail, the the boot space on them is 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 ridiculous. Yeah, they they overhang from the back seats yeah. to the <laughs> boot lid is is huge. And so dead yeah. bodies in there. Yeah, easily. You know, you had a go bag in there. You had stuff yeah. in there. But it was also surprising because we're coming off of it's spring now, so he's driving this thing. There was still some snow out there and stuff. Man, it was dirty. I mean, just just from your boots going in on on the floor mats yeah. and dirt. You know, and you've got all the stuff when you've got slippery surfaces where you're throwing down sand and gravel. And I just was looking at the car. I'm just going, it's so dirty. Yeah. Like it's it's. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you forget, don't you? Being at home, like how many? I mean, I've had to do it loads of times. Like even in in the middle of a of a drive where you you know we will pull off the motorway in the UK and it's been raining or been snowing, yeah. and then you'll get out of the car, go to the motorway services to use the toilet or to buy some food or whatever it is, and then you'll come back to the car and realise oh, I can't see my number plate. I'm get a fine. <laughs> yeah, I'll get pulled over for that. So you have to just like wipe the number yeah, plate. Yeah, yeah. Just get. Black. So it's it, so the, the car itself was pretty good. It was the interior that I was noticing. It was just, but, but yeah, it's like getting somebody needs to. So you can open the door in a Range Rover or a Ford Expedition or something like that, and the side steps will fall down for you to get in. Yeah. Why is it not like a shoe shiner? Exactly. I'm it, thinking why don't fold away mat that you can rub your feet on. Well, I'm thinking why don't they have a vacuum feature that you know you get in and it just has a nice little thing of air that goes across and either blows it out the door or sucks it in and throws it out the underbody. Yeah, keeps it clean. I'm all for it. And then you could like you know some way you could just holster your shoes when you get in the car. <laughs> well, when you're driving the Bentley, I, I, so the first rolls I ever got to drive and and I remember it was just just phenomenal and and I got in and I you know I go and pick it up dressed in short. I go and dress, pick it up dressed like this you know and I instantly I felt. I should have dressed up for this occasion. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, Emirates Towers, drive up, and the guy says, we'll go get your car for you. And he brings it over, and it's and I get in, and, and, and I just felt underdressed. But the other thing was, it had uh, lamb, sheep, no, sheepskin carpets. Oh, yeah. And I get in with my, my, my flip-flops, and I'm just going, I instantly had to take them off, because you've, you've got this plush 
sheepskin yeah. <laughs> carpet that, that your feet just want to feel, but you don't want to put shoes on it. Yeah, it's car slippers, so yeah. you need a holster for your outdoor shoes and then slippers. Point you, get in. you can see that they had the you know that, that's the car that has the umbrella in the door. Yeah, and, yeah, in the wing. Yeah. Oh man, it's just beautiful. But it, yeah. I, 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 just beautiful, just beautiful. Which actually brings up to something else. We got a whole bunch of what we want to talk about, but this one you you kind of. Uh, telegraphed it just a second ago, talking about when you're on the motorway and you get out and you go to the washroom and then you come back to clean license plate. Washrooms at service stations. I, I don't get it. Okay. <laughs> it's like, I mean, I, I and, and it's kind of worldwide. I've stopped at washrooms and service stations here in the UAE. Depending on where you are, they can be a little bit more old school. So just yeah. a pure squatter, yeah. which is which is okay. But if you if you've you know had a bad biryani and you've got a squat, I mean, you're gonna have to have a shower after. But generally, the quality of washrooms is they're pretty well used and. It's like, I don't get it. Why, why isn't there like a, a cleaning person assigned to just refresh in the washrooms or go with some of these automated things? Because I've seen these around the world where you get out of the washroom and you push the button and it does a whole sanitization. It just washes the thing out. And the next person who comes in, it's clean, it's fresh, it's ready to go. And it, it's about a one minute cycle. And I get that, that you know some people might really have to go and they're lined up. But I, I, I go to some washrooms at service stations globally and you know, you, you got to make a decision when you get in there. It's like, am I staying in here or am I not going in here? It's like, they're, 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 they're horrible. Yeah, some of the ones in the UK, have, they're a lot better than they used to be. I mean, I, I, I can remember, like, I mean, you know, my dad was a coal miner and, you know, he wasn't afraid of a bit of muck and dirt, but yeah. I can even remember my dad being like, don't touch anything in here. Just do what you need to do and get out without touching anything. Wait till someone else opens the door and walk through it when it's open. That sort of stuff. Still yeah. bad. Yeah. And you sort of knew when you were getting into the south of England, it was a little bit better. But they're quite reasonable now from, from the sort of limited chance I get to see. And, and the thing is as well, a lot of the times that we'd see them, we were on a coach <laughs> yeah. going to a football game and yeah. we've been you know, drinking or whatever it may be and you don't necessarily care as yeah. much as you might be, your inhibitions yeah. have gone a little. Well, that's they're when not, they're not as bad. Yeah, that's when there's no hands, and you yeah, know it's, yeah. it's just like a garden hose firing yeah. everywhere. But you know, in the UK, <laughs> like in the UK, if there's a car pulled over on the side of the road, if it's an old VW, then it's overheated. If it's anything else, there's a kid in the back once a week, yeah. and they're just behind the tree. <laughs> you're like, you're just out there. Oh, there he is. <laughs> yeah. There they are. Where are they? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And oh, it's yeah. And, and it's just sort of acceptable. It doesn't yeah, matter yeah. if it's at the side of a motorway or on a yeah. country lane. People just stop and use the yeah. countryside. Yeah. So, so it wasn't. It's not necessarily. I mean, you go to these some of these service stations. I think it's Gloucester. I think so. We were going to Cornwall a couple of summers ago, and we drive down. And Amy's like, "We need to stop at this Gloucester services, and it's this, that, and the other." And go there, and there's like a supermarket there, and this <laughs> full restaurant there, and then there's souvenirs and this and that, and it's huge, both yeah. sides, north yeah, yeah. and southbound, or, yeah. and it's like. They're obviously getting used. Yeah. They've, well, they've, they've just changed now to, yeah. to experiences rather than well, you just bust into the toilet. You, you take the 401 in Canada between Toronto and Montreal, you got all these en route 
And they've even got picnic sites that it's yeah. not just it's not just a picnic table. It's like you're going into a campsite with washrooms. A lot of those they've closed down. They were environmental, but you have to go to the main site or they've got something. But picnic tables, woods, things. And then you go into the building in the winter. The, uh, those places, I got to say, those are epically clean. Yeah. Usually waterless urinals for guys and stuff, but epically clean and all the services. Those are great. I, I mean, I was really referring to some of the gas stations I've been to around here, which it was a funny one too. Good little story about that before we get off this is we were in the middle of nowhere and we stop at a service station and, and I'm lined up with, you know, 10 guys to go in and, and my wife's waiting for the women's. It's locked. And I said, would you go inside and get the key? She goes, you think it's locked? They've locked it? And I go, oh yeah. I said, I said, take, a, I said take a look. There's no women here. It's all guys. So if that yeah. door was open, the men would be in the woman's washroom. I said, and, and lo and behold, she's going, I'll just wait a few more minutes. And maybe there's a woman in there. I go, no, no. And my wife, so we, she waits. The, the attendant, obviously they've got cameras. Yeah. They can, they're looking at the cameras and they're going, oh, there's a woman waiting. The guy walks out with the key and opens it. And she says, well, I'm bring it. Because I'll take the key with me. Because it'll self-lock. I don't want any of these yahoos going and using the clean woman's washroom as opposed to the men's yeah. washroom that is well used. Yeah, it's um, <laughs> like, why can't, just step a little bit closer. Sit down, Just gentlemen. a little bit closer. Just sit down on the seat. Yeah. You know, don't just, even, don't use your aim. Just sit down, read, you know, read a magazine, get your phone out. The worst one is here, because obviously we have the, 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 Shut off, yeah. So we have one. You got the tap oh, yeah. to to give it a good rinse, which is cool. No yeah, problem. Yeah. Fantastic. Have a shower if you but want like, to. Most like, what are you washing on the ceiling, guys? What happened? You fall over halfway through. Like what's happened there? I've been in. I've been in. It's like another one in the UK. Actually, actually another traditional stopping point is a bus stop. So we have like brick or stone okay. bus stops. Right. They're less and less common uh, because they usually get driven into by people in Vauxhalls that don't know how to drive and then just that's it. The bus why stop why the Vauxhall? Is that just, okay. just you know, or, or Subarus, Impressors, <laughs> yeah. And they just drive into them and then that's it. They just, but, but they, they stink. Oh. Because people, people just, just use go, them. Why would they pee in there? Well, because you no know, one can see you, right? You're walking down the road, you're desperate. It's like, oh, what's is there? Bus. Yeah, I'll go in here. Oh. And it's always cold. Oh. You know, it's like when you oh, bust in, it's yeah. cold. Oh. So then they always end up in the uh, in the bus stops. Yeah. So no one's going in those things. You go out and it's like, oh no, no. Yeah. 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 I remember that. That's that. I I I can feel the. <laughs> I can still feel now the awkwardness of the conversation when I was like four or five, asking why does this smell like wee? And they're having to tell me that there's you know. Just dirty old men that decide they need to go to the toilet in the bus stops. Oh. So yeah, that happens yeah, a lot. Okay. I mean, that's why. I mean, you know. Yeah. That's why people don't use the bus. Now they're all glass, <laughs> and I'm sure yeah. that's why. Yeah, for sure. Because they make and much the, more of a mess when they get smashed into by cars, and it's not if, it's when. They and the, always and the bottoms stuff. are open, so if someone's weeing in there, yeah, it's yeah. going to go out and there's airflow, and, so, and I don't think anyone does that now. So, so yeah. well, the, the weird guy still. The, the weird guy. Yeah. <laughs> always an eccentric down the road. I, I threw a link into our notes about the Mercedes-Benz 2022 EQS, EQS sedan, yeah. and... And we've had this discussion over and over and over again. When when are the you know when are the rest of the automakers going to join the Tesla Tesla zone and not just have electric vehicles but have something that's cool? And the question I always had is, you know, a I don't own a Tesla. If I you know I don't own an electric car at this point in my life for, for no bad reason, and except that 
well, they've just come up with the electric Wrangler, so that could happen someday. <laughs> but why would I get a new car when mine's perfectly functional? Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like there's nothing that can't be fixed on it at this point. So, but I was looking at this Mercedes-Benz and I was just going, okay, price point wise, it's probably going to come in somewhere around the pricing of a Tesla, depending on what you're looking at. It's a Mercedes-Benz. And I'm just looking at this thing going, if I had the choice between a Tesla and a Benz, I'd probably go with the Mercedes-Benz. And that's the problem Tesla are going to have. And yeah. I think that's the reason why, as much as he, he, Mr. Musk has committed to it and put the right people and, and, and spent the right money on the right infrastructure, I think he, he must have known this was coming. VW, the ID4, the ID3, when the when the buzz comes out, Mercedes are on it. You know the Audi, the the the, the Golf GT originally from VW, they stopped taking orders for. They just couldn't keep up with demand. Mm. You know the the e-tron from Audi, they stopped taking orders for. They can't keep up with demand. Mercedes will be the same. BMW is a strange one. That i3 yeah. and the i8 and those uh, ugly ass things that they did. <laughs> I mean, I, I, it's a strange one. I don't know what they've got in the pipeline and, and not being particularly a, a fan of the BMW stuff, I don't keep on top of it. But the only the only worrying thing with, with these electric vehicles is they they can't really compromise on styling. They have no. to they have to go for aerodynamics. They have to because yeah. the range anxiety that's yeah, so yeah. much of a problem at the minute for people and will be for a long time. They have to go as aerodynamic as they can, and they lose some of the looks. Yeah, that they, they, front of that is just a Prius. It <laughs> is the front yeah. of it without the Mercedes. Yeah, yeah. It, it just says not. It doesn't say Mercedes. It's not got a. It's not got the aggressive front end on it. It's, it's which, way too aerodynamic which, to which achieve I don't, that. I mean, I get why they're doing it, but I don't understand why they haven't tried to maintain some of that classic Mercedes Well, front what they've end. done, and it's, it's probably, I don't think the Tesla's are aging very well. You see some of the no, Teslas no, now, I... they're not aging well at all. And, and, and I think that's why they spent so much time on the inside. You look at the inside of this I, thing and the well, inside of any Tesla and they're fantastic. I'm looking at the EQS 580, 580 here. Yeah. I'm looking at the back side of it. I love the, the view of this thing from behind it. it. It just says to me luxury. Yeah. And, you know, and, and the first thing that catches me is that big Mercedes badge right in the, yeah. right on the back. And I just love those, those, those lines. When you, when you look inside, the, the only thing that's weird, but it's, it's Mercedes are those air vents. Yeah. <laughs> but that's Mercedes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But it's just, just exquisite. I actually, I was parked in, Mall of the Emirates the other day, and someone got out in a in a Mercedes of this. It wasn't electric, but it was a high end that is essentially what what this machine is is built off of. The it was an S class, and it was funny because it was all lit up inside blue with that that lighting, which I think is kind of weird. But they they were loving it, and you know it just kinds of feel. And these electric ones also have that interior lighting that yeah they've, can, they've spent a lot on the interior designs on on the new. Electric vehicles. That I think they, they are, have to, right? Yeah, they can't make them look much of anything other than super aerodynamic, and then slap your badge on it. Yeah, there's not much they've got an option to do anything else with now. They they, they just have, yeah. you know, you can put the front end. You know, 
And I'm sure, I'm sure it'll turn into a big market. I'm sure it'll yeah. be, you know, the retro, an old written off E55 or an engine blown on an E55, or let's put an electric motor in out of the EQS in a few years' time. Yeah. I'm sure people will do it, but they're going to get 200 kilometers on a charge That's rather a, than the 350 or whatever. Yeah. You know, they're not going to get, because the aerodynamics are so critical and you've, you've got to understand does that's why the insides look so good that's why they spend their money looking at more makes make it nice inside it doesn't say how much this thing's going to cost but you know the top of the line the eqs 584 matic uh, or the yeah we're, we're looking at six hundred five hundred to 630 horsepower for the high performance version. <laughs> yeah. And this is the thing now. This is the wow. thing with electric motors. You, it's, they're all going to be high power. Yeah. Zero to rocket the in no talk, time. Well, the torque is, is, is all going to be there. You press the pedal, yeah. full, full power straight yeah. away. All the torque is there <laughs> instantly. And, and this is going to be an interesting an interesting thing as well as people get used to the electric different vehicles. Driving, different driving. Totally, yeah. So, so the, I, but you hit on the key point, and this is where, where Tesla has got to get their game together, I, I think, and maybe they're, they're working on it, maybe. It's how well does my product age? Yeah. And in that aging process, how well does the aging physically work with the parts and the pieces? And I've seen some of the older versions where things are a little out of line now. It just doesn't look good any longer. You know, the, some of the finish hasn't worked so well. Yeah, this, this comes from the fact that things are, things are being designed in a way now out of necessity yeah. rather than giving the designer a piece of paper and saying, commission, and I want this. Yeah. It, 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 to a degree, there's... You know, they've still got that new Mercedes grill on there with the, I don't know what those dots on it are supposed to be. Those are probably lights. I wonder if that night they light up. Horrific. But <laughs> they, 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 they've got their look on it. It's, it's uh, still going to be that. They're going to have a Mercedes slant and the VWs have a VW slant. Yeah. As much as it does come from the logo. But they're, they're designed to cut through the air with as little drag and turbulence as possible and get as many miles out of that charge as they can yeah. because every single recharge diminishes the miles. I, I think it's going to be, I, I think for me, what makes me kind of look at this and say, you know, hey, a GM product or a Volkswagen product or a Mercedes or, you know, even maybe a BMW, probably not. We're, neither of us are big Beamer fans, but I don't know why. It just never, it just, no. but, but, you know, I, if I had a choice between similarly priced Tesla, similarly priced Mercedes Benz, Mercedes Benz has been around forever. And I would, I, I'd like to believe, and I, I don't think I'm wrong in this belief, that the workmanship that goes into building this new electric vehicle is the same workmanship that's gone into building every Mercedes-Benz vehicle. And you see those things. I mean, we see them here. They're 10 years old. They're 15 years old. They, if they've been maintained and they've been washed and they've been polished and they, yeah, they've yeah. done the job with the, the interior, those things look great. Yeah, I think it's, it's true of most say established motor manufacturers right i mean the, yeah. to to mention general motors the the chevy bolt it's not a bad looking car no. the problem with chevrolet bolt is it's sort of model three money yeah and as much as the model three yeah. is not a best looking car it's, it, it's better looking than the, than the chevy bolt which with all due respect just looks like a ford EcoSport. <laughs> yeah and yeah. you might as well buy the ford EcoSport for a third of the price yeah exactly so I, that, that's one thing 
there, but they can do it. Tesla will have known it was coming, and that's why he's moving to Mars. Yeah. So you know he's had his critics. There's a sure. I there's mean, a lot of people out there not happy with the whole pre-order thing, and then they're never coming to fruition, <laughs> and that money's being spent, and you know. You know the one that gets me is there was a, a little line in an article I was reading the other day, and it just said the camera, the internal cameras are not activated outside of the U.S. And I'm going, what? <laughs> Hold on, what do you mean? So if I'm driving around in a, in a in, in a Tesla in North America, they can be watching me? Yeah. <laughs> Hold on. It's, it's like I got to look around the cabin and put my sticky notes on top of all the cameras. Yeah. Like, what the heck is, yeah. you know, hold on. And it, they're not activated outside of country. It doesn't mean they can't be activated. And what if I'm somewhere where I've got a, a despot who wants to know what's going on in a car and they, they can zero in and activate any car? I mean, worrisome. Yeah, I mean, the one problem with the electric vehicle and the autonomous driving and everything being done through fly-by-wire and, and software out of the cloud and all that stuff is... What are people going to do in the US when there's a car chase on? Yeah. It's going to be, oh, there's a car chase. Oh, no, they've stopped it. <laughs> I saw oh, somebody's rating right annoying it. Uh, no, uh, they've stopped it. I saw this the other day, actually. It was, in a, and I don't know if it was for real. It was just, in, it was in a TV show. And the, the, they were in a Tesla, and the Tesla was flying down the road, autonomous. It was going. The person who, you know, they kidnapped someone and whatever, and they've gotten out of the car. And all the police did was get in front of the car and slow down, and the Tesla slowed down, yeah. too, because that's what it does. Yeah. And I went, Wow. Yeah, so for somebody's sure. going to be writing software for um, getaway vehicle on a Tesla wow. that doesn't stop for anything. Yeah. <laughs> well, and, and why wouldn't, you know, Mr. Musk and, and his entourage, why wouldn't they just create a box for police that, yeah, if it's a Tesla, you just hit this button and we're going to disable the car they, for they, you? They, they, they'll, they'll be able to, yeah. you know? The, the, the whole thing with Apple saying, yeah, to the FBI, we can yeah. get in to somebody's phone for you, but we're not. Yeah. We're not gonna, because it's their privacy is yeah. our concern. What they've done wrong is your concern. We've got no issue. They're our customer and their privacy is what we look after. Yeah. And where did you draw the line? But hackers have hacked electric control systems like power steering and throttle on Jeeps. Yeah. They're not even autonomous vehicles. Yeah, exactly. You know, so <laughs> if you've got something, and when, when everyone goes autonomous, there has to be a universal system. Yeah, that's a big problem. And, so and then I, what? I think that's what's holding back autonomous vehicles right now. It's the, it's the video yeah, yeah. cassette tape dilemma when we had VHS and beta and standardized systems of operation. We can't have autonomous vehicles still. Everyone's doing it the same way. Yeah, yeah. Exactly and as soon as right. we get that, as soon as we get a handshake and an agreement, and everyone says, you know what? Yeah, we can build these autonomous units, and they're all going to be using the same technology, and they're all going to do it the same way. But they're all going to communicate. Until that, we can't have autonomous. When vehicles. everyone is doing it the same way, you've got a situation there where then there's only one throat to choke, so yeah. to speak. Yeah. You know, if if I was so inclined, I'd just get on the control system for the. D71 that runs past here, yeah. up a level, and just change all the lights to red. Well, there'll be no more speeding, right? Because as soon as someone starts thinking, and I don't know why we're not already doing this, because we're, we're you know, everyone's using Google Maps and cars, you, well, you throw all your cars down to speed limits. So if the, if the speed limit is 80, your car, our car can only go 80. And, and yeah. satellite control is going to limit, it's going to put a regulator well, on we've all a governor. Seen, governor, we, they call that a governor, right? We've all seen diode two, right? Yeah. <laughs> so on diode two, they recalibrate the 
uh, ground level, 200 feet or whatever, to crash a plane. Yeah. Recalibrate the speed limit on a road, yeah. Yeah, easy. So, so, so all of a sudden you end up having 400 vehicles an hour that go past a, go down a certain stretch of road that's a 45 mile an hour limit. Somebody wants to get in there and hack it and, and change it to 145, all of a sudden, yeah. The cars are going, well, we could do 145. Everyone's doing 145. There's nothing in my way. Why not? Yeah. The car's going to have a, a job to get someone to a place, yeah? And it's going to follow all the limits properly. And if those, and all the speed limits will have to be smart limits. They'll yeah. have to they'll be have constantly to be. adjustable. Yeah. So there'll be that function for somebody. You imagine? Yeah. I'd like that in my neighborhood. Man, people sometimes say there's a corner and they just see how fast can they get until they get to the corner. It's like, you know what? Keep your keep your limit at 40. That's the limit in a residential area. Why are you driving like a maniac? But there'll be some maniac that will, want, <laughs> that will think that's funny. Yeah. I, when I was, to be fair, it probably is still funny, but when I was in my 20s, just like, who cares? That would have been hilarious if I could have changed that. You know, we, yeah. we, we mentioned it before, bus stops get knocked down where I live just all the time. Yeah. Just because people are just fools. So, so then the council will come with a, a bucket filled with concrete and a temporary bus stop because they have the big steel post with yeah, a yeah. sign on it that says bus stop. You just move it three, four hundred meters down the road. And to us, that was hilarious because Doris or Bert, one of the old people that had retired, had come out to the bus stop and they'd see that it had been smashed by somebody who can't drive. And then they'd think, oh, the bus stop's down there. And then they'd walk down there to the bus stop. And to us, that was ridiculously funny. Yeah. But there's no difference to that than changing the speed limit on an yeah. autonomous management system. And I don't know. Yeah. Maybe it's the whole Skynet fear from Terminator that makes you think <laughs> this isn't a good idea. It's but Matrix, I, my friend. It's Matrix. How do you, how do you, there's got to be, there's got to be some human regulation of the AI, yeah. surely. And then at that point, that's your weak link. Yeah. I wonder if, I wonder if we could get, you know, talk of Matrix. Keanu Reeves to join us on the show one day. Yeah, why not? I'm sure he's he'd be, talk cars. Yeah, he's probably got nothing to do. I don't know. He's a busy guy. It's Keanu know. Reeves. Are they, they're remaking it, aren't they? I think they're doing another one. Yeah. I'm, I'm hoping they're going to do another John Wick. Was he in the last of the Mohicans? Uh, was it him? Or the last, he was in something like that, weren't he, yeah. as well? Yeah. That was that was a good one. I can't remember the mm. name of it. Yeah. I mean he's not busy now, he'll be on here. He'll be on next week. Yeah, it first. <laughs> so I got a question for you. What do you think? I've I've thrown in another link to the Lincoln Zephyr that has made a comeback in China. And I'm looking at it, and quite frankly, it doesn't look any different than that Mercedes electric car. <laughs> I mean, I'm looking at it. Anyway, the, the, the Lincoln Zephyr is just spectacular looking. I mean, I would own this in a heartbeat. And, but it's only going to be available in China because the Chinese are loving their sedans, which makes sense to me as well. Now, here's my thinking. We get a lot of Ch Chinese cars here in Dubai. Yeah. Do you think the Zephyr is going to make a comeback here? I can't imagine because Lincoln's going to bring back the Chinese-only car, but I don't know. It's a good-looking car. It is. It's, I mean, it's, doesn't it work? I own that. Yeah. I mean, I don't. I don't see why why it wouldn't sell here. I mean, I, it's it's just classic. And again, I, it's got that classic Lincoln posterior, and then it's just, it's just nice. I'm, I'm looking inside though. Like, look at all the electronics. It's, it's, it's yeah. Wow. Only in China. I. I'm, I'm hoping 
we get so many Chinese cars. Maybe I that's an agreement between Ford and the Chinese to say, stop copying our cars, please. Maybe. We're going to make we'll, one for you. We'll make one that's exclusive to you guys. I mean, I, 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 that would sell here. 100% it oh, would yeah. sell here. Definitely. It's, 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 it's better looking than, than a Camry. It's better looking than an Avalon. It was well equipped as a Lexus. Yeah. Probably better looking than a Lexus, to be fair. Certainly the side profile of it is. Yeah. So I think that that would that would sell. That would sell. Maybe they're just doing it as a as a test market. Maybe. Put I it mean, on, on, on the Chinese market. I mean, I don't know why the sedans died. I mean, everyone wants an SUV now. I don't get that. I mean, look. I, of course, I love driving my SUV, but I, you know, really at this point, it's just two of us. We have this big SUV only because I'm too cheap to go buy a car, and because I don't want to have to. I mean, I, I don't. I want to have to pay. You know, mortgage on a car, a loan yeah, on a yeah. car, or whatever, and they're not cheap, and so I'm just driving mine till it dies. But in retrospect, if I was going back now and I had to get something new, I wouldn't be. As much as I love my Wrangler, yeah, I wouldn't be buying another Wrangler. Yeah. I'd, I'd, I'd be buying, as my wife says, she always, she always laughs because we were we we're talking about cars for, you know, if the kids were to get out and think about cars, what should they get? And I said, well, Ford Figo. Yeah, <laughs> she says, yeah, you'd have one of those things right away, wouldn't you? I said, darn right, I would. <laughs> Darn right. Yeah. And it'd be it'd be five on the floor and and hold on to the door because yeah. we're we're going. <laughs> that's it. Yeah. Uh, you know. It, it, yeah. And someone say, "Oh, you can't drive that type of dab." I said, "Watch me." <laughs> so I used to do right. that. Ten, ten years ago, nine years ago, when I came in, I agree. Yeah. I agree. Every car was in four by four. Now I was at AAA, so my viewpoint yeah. was somewhat skewed because we just did Land Rovers and four by fours, and they asked me to go there. Part of the reason was to get the. VW group stuff and the more European yeah. market because the GM at the time saw that's where it was going. Right. But nonetheless, I lived in Arbarsha and every car in the car park was an off-road 4x4. Four four. Yeah. Every car. Now yeah. that's not the case. No, no. Now people are realizing, hey, I need fuel economy. Yeah. We've unpegged the, we've un, you know, the gas price fluctuates, petrol price fluctuates. Yeah, we need cars and, car, and something that's affordable, it's easy, easy to repair, easy to put tires yeah. on. And, and Less so, impact on the environment. That's, totally. that's a huge totally. factor. I like to think that's a huge factor in it. And, 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 and I do believe that now you can drive a small car. Yeah. Well, and, and there's the myth of the safety of an SUV. And it's like, yeah, okay, you're a bigger vehicle and things, but let's face it, side impact on an SUV, you're gonna flip it. I mean, that that's a known thing, they flip. Cars don't necessarily flip. Yeah. And body crumple zones, airbags, you're, you're you know, honestly driving in a, in a regular manner, you're, you're safe in a sedan. Yeah. Probably safer than an SUV. So, yeah, it's, it, there's quite the myth. Well, I need a big car. Well, then go get yourself a big Lincoln. <laughs> it's it's yeah. that simple. Go get no, yourself it, a Malibu. It, it, go it's... get a, you know, the Passat or what's the the Atron or you know, yeah, the Arteon, yeah, Arteon. Go get the next, go get the next, next big size. Yeah, you won't be disappointed. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with 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 needing seven seats. That's if that's the way it is. That's the way it is. If you yeah. need seven seats, cool. You yeah. know, if you need 35 inch diameter tires on your <laughs> Wrangler, because you use it every weekend in the desert, or you're herding camels, or whatever you call it, then yeah. no problem. Yeah. But you probably will find you can manage <laughs> with a Figo or a yeah. Golf or I, something along those lines. I, I had one yesterday, so I'm in the old yellow thing, no windows, got my mask on, I'm driving home, and this monster of a Raptor, whatever it was, 
drives up beside me, lift kit on it. It's another Wrangler, lift kit on it, blacked out windows. And you know, it's making a screeching sound as it goes around the corners. And I'm just in my stock Wrangler. Yeah. And I swear the guy was looking at me just with a smile going, yeah, man, dude, you got it. You know, the half doors, <laughs> no roof on, yeah. no care in the world. Am yeah. I breaking any land speed records? Nope. Yeah. Am I gonna be breaking any land speed records off, off road? I remember Imtishan took mine off road one time. He said, let's say we can make it do a little rooster tail with sand. Is it, you know, get 250,000 K on that little, that little thing. It wasn't happening. He's going, I can't do it. I go, if anyone can do it, it's you. And he goes, I'm trying. Yeah, I can't do it. It's not happening in your stock machine. He says, excellent off road, but I can't do it. I said, there you go. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't. I, you can definitely drive a smaller car here. Yeah. Definitely. Now, definitely 100% you can get away with a smaller car now here. So you know what we didn't get to talk about? We want to talk about rain away. Joey Wu uses that stuff, swears by it. Do you use that in England? It's that some, spray you put time. on the windshield so that sometimes. causes the water to beat yeah, off. Yeah, he swears by that stuff. Yeah, I mean, look, if it's, if it's, if you're keeping your wipers clean and, you yeah. get, and you're replacing the rubbers as, a, as and when you necessarily need to, yeah, then, do then it's cool. But, yeah. you know, it, it, and if, if you're applying it properly, yeah, he's pretty, I mean, you know, he's pretty obsessed about that. Interesting thing though, his daughter doesn't have a driver's license and she should. I, I mean, I keep sending her a message every day saying, you know, your dad's a mechanic, right? Like, why wouldn't you own a car of some sort? Because he's going to fix it in the driveway. He's going to complain he's miserable. This is, this is the gen <laughs> How old is she? Like 16. This is the generation. Yeah, no car. I said, and, I said, and there'll be no desire. No, clearly not. I was like, wow, okay. Um, speaking of windshield wipers, you know, rubber maintenance, I saw something the other day with this, this new hybrid rubber plastic stuff claiming to be the best wipers in the, on the planet. Mm. And I just went, hmm, I wonder. You'll pay for it. <laughs> yeah. you'll, 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 you'll pay for that. I mean, a, a wiper blade's a wiper blade. If you just accept that, you're probably gonna change them every six months. That, and that's exactly what happens. 100 dirhams or whatever for the yeah. rubbers. I mean, who, who, who yeah, cares? I just like, got a car for and buy two sets for 30 yeah. dirhams. I mean, we just, we, just end up, we just end up with the situation where it's very difficult to, yeah. to get somebody to put money down for wiper blades. All right, I'll arrange for a couple of days a year. Yeah. So I'm thinking. Yeah, it does, but the, but but you know, you come back to the airport after you've had your car parked for a couple of days, or you, you come back home after a yeah. holiday. You drive down the road and you put the washers on and the wipers don't yeah. clear, and you've made it worse for yourself. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. Just change your rubbers. Like, yeah. they're not that expensive. Get them done. Yeah. I, it, when you need them, they are so important. Yeah. You're literally blind without them if yeah. you don't work properly. And nothing worse than that. Yeah. It's like, oh. yeah. The, just water versus windshield wiper washer fluid. What are your thoughts? Because washer I, fluid's fine as long as as long as you're not mixing. If you can yeah. try and keep the same one, I just the use time. the same one. But I don't. Yeah. I never want just water in there. I notice a total difference. But then I always wonder the fluid, which it says made for windshields, made for it's got all the blurb on it. I'm wondering if that doesn't help break down my wiper blades a little bit, or does that actually help? Some of them actually say, "Oh, conditions are rubber." Yeah, yeah. wiper blades doesn't. What do you think? No. Well, I mean, if you know, if if next to that there's the same. Piece people making wiper blade rubbers, it's probably <laughs> unlikely. But if, you know, it, yeah, it's so always yeah. better to use, it's always better to use the, the additive if you can, but just yeah. try and use the same one. It, it's a bit of a struggle for us. We do a service on a car yeah. and the washers isn't emptying, but there's clearly something in there. Yeah, your guys just throw water. Now we just got to top it up with water because yeah. we don't know. And if we mix it and it, it congeals or it yeah. reacts or separates something, 
I know. I, created I, a big I said to myself, remember, next time I take my car in, just put a jug of the windshield stuff on the seat so the guy knows. Yeah. Just top it up with mine and, and be done because yeah. there's nothing worse than I got in one day and I, and I did something and I went and I'm going, what's that, water? Why is there water in there? And yeah. I'm going, ah. Oh. So then, you know, I, I just topped it up once it was about halfway down. So then it's at least got a little bit of the mixture going. Gives just gives a better clean. I just find the water alone just doesn't give the clean. Yeah, that's right. In the UK, it's more important in the summer to get rid of the dead bugs. Oh yeah. And, oh. In, and in the winter, to stop it freezing. Yeah, yeah. We don't have those problems really here. No, here it's just it's all just summertime dusty, stuff. and dusty. it rains really just bad dusty. for a few days. Yeah. yeah, we haven't had any rain. Do you think we're going to get any rain? We've had no rain this year. It's like this time last year when it was really stormy, yeah. wasn't it? There's no clouds in the sky. I said maybe we will. Low pressure systems coming, but I'm not seeing anything. We we could right. do with it. I'm telling you, I, I, you know, speaking of rain, I've noticed it. I've got a little patch of grass. There's no weeds in it this year. Now, okay, again, I've got them pulled out the weeds last year and stuff. But if we get a whole bunch of rain, it seems to activate some of these yeah, yeah. seeds. And there's none this year, like none, because I just water by hand. Yeah, so I don't I, know what the date farms are. Oh, oh they're going to be feeling it at the minute. Yeah. <laughs> Last thing, I know you're looking at your clock and we got stuff to do. I, and this one just always strikes me as I, I just never know. And I don't know if I should be asking more questions. When I go and get my tires balanced, and actually I gotta get my tires balanced now, I'm, I'm feeling it. It's <laughs> it's like on one car, it's like, oh yeah, these these tires need to be balanced. Like clearly, a rear wheel, one of the rear wheels needs to be balanced. And you yeah. get that little bit of a shimmy going down and I'm going, yeah. yeah. And, and it stops at a certain speed. And be careful there's not something wrong with the tires as well there. Yeah, I get ch checked out. I, I almost think I'm, I'm probably like I, I'm just trying to remember when the last time when I got these tires, and I think it's been two years. So which made me think they look okay, but I'm thinking it's probably a tire time too. Yeah, and but so when you go and get your tires balanced, you got the old school guy who whips out those weights with the hammer, and it's got the little clip, and they put yeah. them on. But no one wants those because you know it looks looks like like hell on some vehicles. I don't care. I drive a Wrangler. Just put on whatever. And then you got the other guys who want to stick on these little sticker weights, which hopefully they've cleaned off all of the brake dust because it never sticks to that. And, um, and they only want to put the weights on the inside of the wheel, not yeah. on the outside. Is, is there one better than the other? Is one last longer than the other? Should I recommend one over the other? Or? It's difficult to say. The hammer-on ones rely on pressure of the, uh, it's sort of like a bent over clip. Yeah. It has to then open up and then pop back on over the rim yeah. and they do fail sometimes they always scratch the rim of mm, course mm. so on an alloy wheel it's no good forget it but on a steel wheel with a with a that's going to have a wheel trim over the top definitely go for the hammer on because you're yeah. not going to see them there's no damage yeah. going to be caused and they are far far better because they're not going to fall off there's yeah, less okay. likelihood of them falling off but the glue on ones are much better looking the only problem with the glue on ones is what you'd expect, the glue. They yeah. don't last forever. And, what, what, and the amount of times we'll oh. change tires and then a couple of days later, the customer says, oh man, I've got a vibration that's just started. And it comes back in and there's a weight hanging off or, yeah. you know, we get that. And sometimes you'll have a situation where you'll get glued on wheel weights, which will carry, uh, will, which will catch the caliper for the brake. Oh. There's so oh. big brakes these days yeah. in there. So you'll get them and they'll catch the carrier and, and the caliper. And and then what do you do? Yeah, then you're done So that, that happens from time to time. But you, the major issue with the glued ones is that they they will 
fall off. And you don't want them on both sides of the wheels though. I mean, the glued one's kind of hard, but don't you want to have a balance? I mean, my mind says inside and outside of the rim, I want to have my weight. Some wheels, obviously the more expensive alloy wheels are designed for stick on weights. Okay. So there, there's a, a track around the back face of the face of the alloy and on the inside rim of the alloy. And uh, it's just like an indentation all the way around the rim, which is where you're supposed to stick the weights. Yeah. And they're designed for that and you've just got to clean them properly and, and make sure that there's no residue of the cleaning fluid there and, and that you get them nice and clean and dry and then you can stick them on. Yeah. And you do put them on both sides. There are people that don't necessarily balance wheels properly and just do it. Yeah. How can you not balance it properly? The machine tells you where to put the stuff. Well, they just don't use it. They just don't input <laughs> they, they the right eyeball it. There's different types of rim. There's different different offsets. You're supposed to measure the offset and right. the diameter. And yeah. some people spin them up and just see what it comes out with. And and it might be okay. It might not be. Okay. But then the you know, they roll the dice. Yeah. One of the one of the benefits of of balancing tires is obviously to stop the vibration that, but. If you get them regularly checked, it can see any defects in the rim. It allows yeah. you to see any defects in the tire because as it's spinning around in front of you, you can see if there's any upwards and downwards movement of the yeah, tire yeah. that spins. You can see, oh, there's a bulge there or the rim's got a bit of a deformation here or whatever it is. There's a lot of stuff you can do balancing tires that, that some people just look at a screen and like, oh, it's red there. Keep turning it there. Put the weight on, send the car out. You know, some people yeah. don't even give it that second check. They just assume yeah. it's done and you know it, it's just one of those things i remember being an apprentice that was that's what the apprentice would do if someone was changing tires they, they don't want to do it especially on a summer's day in the uk they'd shout me over and i'd do it the same after when i was qualified yeah. and get the current apprentice to do it i don't want to change tires especially don't want to change low profile tires yeah but we'd have situations where there'd be three or four of us around a tire trying to make sure we didn't damage the rim and get it on properly without damaging the tire and that would happen in rum flats uh, awful to try and fit, yeah. but these balancing wheels can take 15, 20 minutes a wheel if you're doing it right, because you yeah. might end up doing road force to see if the tire tracks one way and then you've got yeah. to match mount any f imperfections in the tire, which there will be imperfections. Yeah. You can't make something perfect, same as the rim. You'll try and match mount them together and it can take 15, 20 minutes for one, but it's it makes such a difference, mm. such a difference to the way the car drives. Yeah. Well, on that note, you know what? It's uh, it's time for us to pack up and thank you very much, Glenn. As always, informative, time. educational, entertaining, and a whole bunch more. Glenn Power, PowerWorks Automotive, and crew. Try not to moan so much this week. <laughs> more moaning next week. There we go. <laughs> thank you very much for listening. We're coming to you from the Rove Hotel downtown, downtown Dubai's epic podcast studio. Podaholics with a K at gmail.com. Drop us a line. Let us know what you're thinking. And we'll talk to you again really, really soon. So long for now. <laughs>